When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the CHGO Bears Saturday Extravaganza, the CHGO Bears podcast with my handy dandy friend and diehard. And he's, I mean, just so kind of him to take some time away from his spaces to make room for CHGO, the renowned team guy. Eric, it is the Montez Sweat Extension Celebration Saturday. Uh, That's what I'm planning on doing today, Greg Braggs. I don't know about you. I, um, I am not one to nitpick dollars nope. 24 21 million 74 million that's called i trust my gm to be salary cap flexible you made this trade you had to get this deal done i questioned the at least when they were going to get that done if it would be done by sunday hand is raised for those who are listening to this in the podcast world who's watching live appreciate you right now on a saturday Definitely. i my doubt for you, Ryan Poles, was wrong. You got it done immediately, like you said you would. I should have trusted the Bears general manager that he would not make a deal like this if he didn't uh, really know deep down that they were going to get this deal signed before they play the Saints on Sunday. That's exactly what happened. And look, I'm seeing, you know, even already early in the chatter that they overpaid, whatnot. Honestly, for me, who the hell cares? You. Let's just go. Let's go back, Braggs. I'll let you talk at length here, but let me just get this off my chest. <laughs> I, I, I've never, I've never done this before. But let's just go back, if we can, to last year when the Bears lost to the Commanders, twelve-seven at Soldier Field. Darnell Mooney bobbling a ball at the goal line. He catches that ninety-nine times out of a hundred. He didn't catch that one. Bears lose the football game, twelve-seven. Does anybody remember coming out of that game what you would have thought? If the Bears had Montez Sweat on their roster, right. you would easily you would easily pay the price that you paid today. And this is not a guy that whose performance has been up and down. This is a consistent performer, quality guy in the locker room. You desperately needed him. You traded a second round pick for him. Once you made that move, you're all in. And the yep. Bears signed him. So I mean, to me, this is this is the logical play, and they did it. And uh, you know, end of the day, I think Poles deserves credit. He absolutely does. I mean, this has been an ugly season, no doubt about it. And it's fair to have doubts about the entire direction of this franchise from GM to head coach to the, you know, personnel. But at the same time, you, if you try to push aside just the embarrassment that has been this season, they are starting to build, you know, and Corey Wooten talks about the trenches at length every Monday night on bears after dark with me. And now you've extended Andrew Billings well-deserved extension for a guy that's been one of the few bright spots on this team and on this defensive line. You now you extend Montez sweat before he plays a game. Uh, You have two rookies in Zach Pickens and Jervon Dexter that are intriguing to at the very least guys that can potentially develop into at least rotational pieces. You have a lot of money coming up this off season and two top first round picks that you can continue to bolster the trenches, 
bolster your defensive line. So while it isn't fun right now to be a Bears fan, the building blocks are starting to take place. Darnell Wright, Nate Davis, uh, this last offseason, Montez Sweat, Andrew Billings here now getting extended. Keep adding to the trenches and good things are going to happen. To me, you know, when everyone was talking about, uh, you know, Mark Potash and we love Potsy, but he, he said, he said to Montez Sweat, you realize you got the Bears bent over a barrel. You know, it was funny. And, and to an extent, you know, he had, he definitely had some leverage, but it wasn't like the Bears didn't have leverage as well. You know, we've talked about it. Herb Howard's brought it up. You know, Montez Sweat had every incentive to sign a deal too. To play without signing a contract is a risk when you're going into a contract year or potentially being franchise tagged, which no player wants to be. So both sides had incentive to get this done. And I'm impressed that Ryan Poles was able to get it done before a game was even played. But at the end of the day, when you look at the other side of the spectrum, Montez Sweat was smart to get this deal signed because if anything happens to him, now he has financial security going forward. And let's hope nothing happens and he just continues to play the way we've seen him play in Washington over the last few years. I do love the whole financial security thing. If Montez Sweat didn't already have financial security, uh, then he was not handling his money right. Montez Sweat can now buy six different islands. He can buy a private plane. He can. Duke he can he's he's he, invited on Duke yeah. Island. So 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 it, it, these things should be reframed. Montez Sweat is now filthy rich and will and can never uh, can literally buy anything he ever wants if, within reason. Right, but it's just in the. It's not as far as being able to feed his family. It's as far as what his contract value would be if he were to get hurt in these last nine games. I, I, right, and no, now, the, now the same applies for Jalen Johnson. That's the next domino effect to take place because now that you have Montez Sweat signed up, the same you know situation now lays at the feet of Jalen Johnson. If the Bears are offering him a contract, he has to seriously consider it, even if it's not exactly at the dollar amount he wants because every game he plays going I, forward I, is I, a risk to his value and the bears can now franchise tag Jalen Johnson if they'd like. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think the sweat deal changes anything for Jalen. He, it absolutely does. Why it, do you say that? Because I just, what I just said, do you want to rewind okay, the tape right, or you uh, want uh, me to repeat it? No, no. Okay. I'll just push back on, on you, on you then look, Jalen Johnson has a number that he thinks he's worth. His number did not change today because Montez sweat signed. He's going to stick to that number and he's going to, and, and he's willing to play it out and see what happens. He smiled when he said there's a bidding war. This changes nothing for him. He, he it does because now the bears don't have to franchise tag Montez sweat. I, they I, can I, franchise I, tag Jalen Johnson in, yeah, but, and that holds him hostage. True. And, and Jalen's been aware of that, but Montez sweat has been here for five seconds. And so Jalen was making, he knew the franchise tag was a possibility a long time ago. And he made the calculation that he's making. It did not, he, it, it, his calculation always had the franchise tags. They they can do that. He said that he's, that he knows that he's not completely in control and he's willing to play under the tag of a top corner for a year. Give me my 20 million for one season. I'll do that too at 25. And if you want to tag me again, then I'm going to get close to, you know, 25 million. Great. You can do that. He knows damn well that that is absolutely positively in his future, which was one of the reasons, by the way, that polls had to get this done. And, so, um, 
in philosophy saying that we're both right philosophy stick with <laughs> we karma. we I'm, have mastered right. the, we have mastered the art in the last week of both arguing the exact same point but in different ways <laughs> okay well that's fine hey uh it's great to be on the same team as you gregory and i can't wait to we see still, you tonight even when we're agreeing we're fighting <laughs> I, yeah i want i, I want to fight so okay but here let, let's read i'm going to read to you on this saturday what pro football focus said about montez sweat and his salary and and if people have missed this to to mainly to the people out there who are saying that the bears overpaid um and he writes we discussed the rashawn gary deal and the impact of the position market but sweat falls into a different mode of pass rusher more of a demarcus lawrence type who is elite against the run and can win with speed and power as a pass rusher but he is not the bendy hyper explosive pass rusher that gary is the top of the market goes to players who possess both abilities and then the two buckets of players with more specific skill sets filtered down from there. Sweat has the highest run defense grade among all edge defenders. Let that sink in. That the, the highest edge defender in, in 2020, 90.5. Sweat's lowest snap count in the season for his career was 483 snaps in 2021 with at least 693 in three other campaigns. The dude is durable. That's, yep. that's one of the reasons why Poles loves him. Uh, Gary has reached... The 493 mark only once in four seasons to this point, and the run uh, grade was down at 68.4, so way down where, from where Sweat was at 90 and a half. Okay, that is not to say that 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 is not to not to say that Sweat can't rush the passer. Far from it. Since 2022, Sweat's 89 pressures rank 11th among edge rushers, so he's not at the top, but he can certainly do it. His 13.6 percent pressure rank ranks 25th among edge rushers with at least 250 pass rush snaps. So he's not elite, but he can do it, all right? And his 14 and a half snacks rank tied for 13th. So he's 13th, okay, in just sacks. But he, so he does both edge rusher, again, add in the Bears really needed him. With the added leverage of Chicago moving what figures to be a top 40 traffic for his services, here's what we see a deal ending up. Current projection, four years, 100 million, 25 million per year, 70 million guaranteed. Okay. Right. So, so like basically right on the money to what he got. Market so, value. Market value yeah. is what Ryan Poles got him signed to. So bravo to Poles and, and shout out to Montez Sweat for not making it too hard on the Bears. Uh here's um a graphic if you're if you're listening on audio uh that our our super producer Steven made for us. And it says by the numbers, uh largest defensive contracts in NFL by AAV. Um, and that's that average per year. Nick Bosa, 34 million a year. Aaron Donald, 31.7 a year. TJ Watt at 28 million. Joey Bosa at 27 million. Uh, at fifth, Miles Garrett at 25 million. And then there's Montez Sweat, number six, at 24 and a half million AAV. Very reminiscent to me of how they got the Cole Komet deal done, right? In the same range where he's like, you know, paid at like seventh or eighth of amongst tight ends. And there's Montez sweat at, at sixth. And the market's just going to keep going up, you know, exactly. like more, more, more defensive ends will get signed and Montez sweats, you know, name will drop down that ladder a bit. So to me, I, I, I give huge props to Ryan Poles for getting this deal done and, and the price he got it for. So, and again, he's 27 years old. It's a four year extension worth 98 million 72 guaranteed, roughly 62 million guaranteed at signing, front loaded, 
will earn $56 million by the end of 2025. Now, that's my favorite part about this deal, by the way. You want to pay your dudes now. You have flexibility now. You want to eat up your cap now. You want flexibility later. This is this is how winning organizations do things. The Bears had a hundred plus million in cap space going into next year. They're sure they need more players. Being and having as much money as possible right now makes some level of sense, but it makes more sense down the line when hopefully the roster is a lot more competitive than it is. We all know that the Bears need another Montez Sweat, maybe two of them, you know, to actually have this defense cooking in the way that it needs to cook if we're going to be a Super Bowl contender. But I like the fact that they are front loading the money. I hate right when they're people, right yeah. they're they're and Bill Zimmerman's tweeting this out. It's the guaranteed money that pushed this over the top, uh, as Bill Zimmerman tweets at Bill uh, at Bill Zimmerman. Montez Sweat had seventy four point four percent of his total deal guaranteed, the largest percentage guaranteed to edge defender ever. T.J. Watt had previous record at seventy one point four percent. Polls gets a bit lower per year salary than expected in exchange for a massive guarantee sweat locked in through in Chicago through 2026. So that's, that's what the outlier is, is the guaranteed money. And, and, and also, I mean, Greg made a great point. My guy Braggs always on top of it. I yeah, did? you, yeah, okay. you did. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, you, you talked just, to my dad but, or something. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm talking to you. I don't, I, and, and only you um, look, these contracts, like when we're looking at, like, you got less than Gary and we're laying it out, he's, he's, he's slotting fifth or sixth, whatever it was, the graphic we just put up. Look, contracts go, the NFL, it ain't ever going down. It just keeps right. going up and up and up. So so the fact that he's able to Contracts are bit, going up and sat, the salary cap's going to keep going up. That's part of the reason why the contracts go up. So it, right now, as Gary's texting me and he makes a good point. The cap, the cap keeps going up. So you need to look at the percentage of the cap that you're taking a hit on with this. And as right. the cap keeps rising, the percentage is going to fall. So, you know, uh, like I said, it had to get done at the end of the day and you're picking nits. You know, if you're talking about a million here or a million there, when you're talking about 24 and a half million per year. So to right. me, this is a, this isn't like chase Claypool last year where they gave up a second round pick to bring chase Claypool in and prove that he was worth another contract. You can't do that this time with Montez Sweat. You had to lock him up long-term if you were going to bring him here. And, and by the way, if we're, if we're bringing up Claypool, look, the Bears don't get credit for firing a defensive coordinator early in the season or firing a running backs coach in the middle of the season or trading for Chase Claypool, which is the worst move of the Ryan Poles tenure to this point. Yep. But it's worse when you double and triple down on bad moves, keeping coaches Correct. around who aren't doing their job or doing wonky things off the field or whatever, force-feeding Claypool. They could have kept him active. They could have tried to work that through versus um, get out of here, leave the building, don't come back. We'll trade. We'll, we'll try to move up from the seventh to the sixth round for you in 2025 because you do not help us. You know, I could if it's not the same thing, not apples to apples, but if we go back in time, how sweet would it have been if the Bears had not extended Jay Cutler and tripled down on the wrong move of, of that trade and trying to lean into something that made no sense and everybody knew exactly right. should have I mean, that's exactly what good what organizations do. Good organizations make mistakes. 
the Philadelphia Eagles drafted Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Could you imagine Justin Jefferson on the freaking Philadelphia Eagles right now? But instead, like you, like you mentioned, they didn't double down on Jalen Rager. They didn't try to force it. They cut their losses, got him out of town, and then they brought in a veteran in A.J. Brown to make up for the mistake. They had to pay for that mistake, but at least they owned it, got rid of it, cut bait, and paid for the mistake on the back end. So, you know, to me, they're a good organization. They know when to cut their losses when they needed to. Yes, uh, Ryan Poles made a massive mistake with Chase Claypool. Uh, but at the end of the day, he did uh, cut his losses when it was necessary. Right. And, and, and look, you, players are worth what somebody is willing to pay. And what people are willing to pay is how bad they need them. And the Bears really need someone who can get to the quarterback and stop the run and make an impact in the front four. They were desperate. Right. They, you could not continue to even consider. I would, if I was Ryan Foles, playing football the way the Bears are playing football. You have no chance against any good teams. So the Bears had to be super aggressive in doing it. Looked at who was coming out of the draft, didn't love their options there, know that they might need to be aggressive, by the way, with their two first round picks and adding to the offense in whatever category that right. looks like. This dude's sitting here. Yeah, it's a high price. I don't completely love it. A home run would have been keeping the pick and finding a Montez sweat for that, you know, at early in the second round, paying him rookie dollars and then having all that flexibility. But when you're in the wilderness, you know, you, sometimes you got to make a move to get out of it. And, and Montez sweat was a fairly expensive move to get out of the wilderness. But I, you know, I, I get it. I understand why right. it they happened. got and money. Now, to and now spend. we signed. They got money to right. spend and they spent it on a player that has a proven resume. Now, yeah, oh, granted, he's coming from a defensive line that had a lot more quality depth than it does here in Chicago. But he is coming over to a defensive line while they do not get to the quarterback. As you mentioned, uh, reading PFF's breakdown of Montez Sweat's ability, he is you know, known for being really good at stopping the run, which is one thing the Bears have done well on the defensive side of the ball this year. I think they have like the third least amount of yards given up on the ground for defense. Uh, now you add Montez sweat to the fold. So you just hope that trickle down effect takes place. Uh, who knows how, you know, if Maddie Rufus is going to continue on after this year, but at the end of the day, the way his defense is structured is he wants to rush with the front four, stop the run and let everyone else be in coverage. They signed Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards. To me, I'm excited for the trickle down effect on the defensive line and see what happens with some guys that we have been basically non-existent but I'm more excited to see these linebackers be able to do what they are, were brought in here to do. Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards are very good coverage linebackers. TJ Edwards was one of the top coverage linebackers in football last year, but he had a good pass rush with to have that ability to do that. So now you bring in somebody to help bolster the defensive line. You got to continue to bolster it. The job isn't finished yet, but then TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds can now navigate and be in coverage and help this secondary out so we're not getting ripped apart like we were here last week. Because when you're sending blitzers, yeah, you're going to speed up the quarterback's clock, but then there's going to be more guys open. The way this defense is supposed to be ran is to try to just get pressure with your front four. We Anybody that's a Bears fan that's been around long enough knows how this is supposed to work. We've seen it with the Lovey Smith defense. They're still missing a, a, a impact three technique. You know, uh, Yannick Ngakwe hasn't, 
you know, cut hasn't Yannick cut Ngakwe, it. So Yannick Ngakwe stinks. He, 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 and I think we've learned that he gets his sacks by having other good players around him and he's around, he's hanging out and then he'll take a dude down. The dude cannot rush and get past anyone. By the way, can we go back to echo bean? Cause I want to, I want to, I want to hit up his, his, uh, text or his super chat or his chat. Thank you very much. On a multiple levels here. Could have kept Roquan for that price. Okay. Echo bean. Let's talk this through. Number one, uh, Poles got it wrong with Roquan, period. End of story. He did not evaluate that player right. Roquan should still be a bear. However, the benefits of trading Roquan, you wouldn't have gotten the number one overall pick had you traded him. He didn't do that for it, but he fell into it. So the end result was that you ended up getting DJ Moore. You have a number one pick next year. Like, yeah, he got it wrong, but the overall price and cost to the future of the Bears, not catastrophic. Um, now you went out and paid Tremaine, not as good of a player as Roquan. I don't know if he was trying to make up, uh, you know, I, that, that, that signing to me is still a little bizarre, but they needed, he felt like he needed someone in the middle of that defense and he didn't, he wasn't going to pay a premium price for whoever was up front. Yeah. He obviously did not, he did not like Javon Hargrove who got nearly, I forget his numbers, but they were enormous. Um, and so he went out and, and he signed Tremaine where he thought he was getting more value and, and Tremaine's fine i'm still waiting for a moment where i'm watching him play and be like that dude is having an enormous impact whereas like well, well, right watch- but the, but people writing off the linebackers like oh these were bad signs not, writing Look, them not getting it well i know I'm but not- i you hear fans say that well what are they doing well when you don't have a pass rush and your entire secondary is hurt it's hard to like be uh, critical of you know an value a fair evaluation of these guys yeah, th- that's fair but like and, and jr saying that roquan is flourishing because he's a natural in three four defense dude when you watch Roquan Smith play uh, last year with the Bears, he's he's all over the field. He's making a zillion tackles. All right, and I I get it. Like, you know, are they? I mean, I don't I don't have his TFL stats in front of me, but sideline to sideline, the guy's always making plays, and I just haven't seen that yet from Tremaine. I I I, I I'm I'm not, and and I'm and I and we've heard like whispers like the Bears are working on his pad level and stuff like that. That's a that's an odd thing to be saying about somebody that you're nearly paying twenty million a year to. But regardless, today is a celebration. Montez Sweat, or at least it is for me. Montez Sweat signed, four-year extension, polls doing logical things. I like general managers and general brags who do logical things, not trying to be the smartest guy in the room. This is very this is mostly an aggressive logical thing. Who's a pass rusher out there that I can get? What's the price? How, right. Can I sign him? Yeah, I'm adding it up. Okay, I got to give up a second round pick. I could, I'd probably sign him a four year deal. It's going to cost me about seventy some odd million in guarantees, close to a hundred million dollars. Am I willing to do that? In, in the in the case of my Bears team right now, yes, I am. I am because uh, look, we still have to figure a bunch of things out. But I I need good players to win football games, and he yep. would fall under the category of good players. And we do not have a good enough. We do not have enough good players. So, so right now, they right now as it stands, when you go into the offseason, you have again the most money of any team, uh, in you know to spend in free agency. That they, they've got a lot of money to spend in this for this salary cap, and you have the right now the number two and number three pick, and we'll see where that shakes out. Obviously, those both those picks are going to be very high and quality draft picks, but you don't have any pick in the second round. So let's just say for the sake of, you know, um, you know, hypotheticals, if both these picks are in the top five, there's likely, if you're just looking at the draft landscape right now, it doesn't look like there's anybody within a three technique or an edge that's going to be worthy of a top five pick. They're mostly quarterbacks, 
Marvin Harrison Jr. and offensive lineman, left tackles. You got the guy from Penn State and from Notre Dame. Take your pick. So to me, I'm attacking free agency, building, continuing to bolster that defensive line. They have a decision to make with Eddie Jackson. Bye-bye, Cody Whitehair. That'll save you some money. And then you go into the draft. Depending on what they're going to do at quarterback, it's going to be a big decision. And then you have an opportunity to draft a left tackle. I'll do respect to Braxton Jones, but if they have an opportunity to draft a top five left tackle, you pair him with Darnell Wright on the bookends on both sides. That is a healthy environment to develop a quarterback, whether that's helping Justin Fields next year, which I, to me, if I'm the betting man, I think is less likely than the chance of them getting another quarterback that's getting ahead of things because we have to see where these picks lay out but that's how i'm attacking it defensive line in the free agency offense uh with my first two picks in the draft hey uh okay i don't want i don't want to guess at the draft right now but that, that you are making the left tackle thing is interesting uh braxton i think looks like he's gonna play on sunday he's listed as questionable uh you know i mean how, gonna... it would be i mean the the, the dream scenario is that Braxton Jones and Justin Fields prohibitively prove that you don't need a left tackle or quarterback with your first two picks. And then you take, you know, uh, you, you take Marvin Harrison jr. And, and, and the tight end from Georgia, you know, like, of course we want, you know, the, you know, we want all the fun and glitz and glamor, but those guys still have to prove that they aren't replaceable. You know, they the head coach, the, the coaching staff has to prove they aren't replaceable. We got nine games to go here, and it's certainly going to see uh, be interesting to see how things shake out. So thank you to everybody who's checking out the pod today. I'm sure there are some new people coming in. So what you want to do is hit that subscribe button. Uh, we do CSGO Bears. We are live Monday through Friday at noon. We have a pregame for every Bears game. We have a postgame for every Bears game. Breaking news on a Saturday. I get to hang out with my guy, Greg Braxter. Right. Well, you yeah. You're on so, your way to Wrigley for the Northwestern football game. I'm on my way to the United Center for the Blackhawks takeover, takeover event with our CHGO Blackhawks team. This is what we do. This is what we do. We're in the stands. We're here for emergency pods on the weekend. Uh, we're always we're, here for the diehards. And as we uh, just get into a little bit more here, and this is a, a quicker pod because there are a bunch of things going on today. But uh, I was out at Hallis Hall yesterday, my Friday reporting duties. You're right, Cashy Taylor, by the way. We do need a center, and they'll have to address that in the draft. I was out uh, at Hallis Hall yesterday, Justin Fields practicing for the first time, throwing footballs, and then meeting with the media. So we're all sitting in there. First up on Fridays around 2 o'clock is Matt Eberflus. Well, Justin Fields is going to speak in the locker room. So we all go to the locker room. <laughs> like, run. And and, and uh, no one is there for flu. So Mark, I think it was Mark Potash from the Sun-Times and Alex Shapiro from NBC Sports Chicago were the only two people that talked to the flu yesterday. But so we go, we all go wait for Justin. And I'll leave this person's name nameless, but I'm standing there waiting for Justin. And somebody just walks up to me. He's like, hey, Carm, Bajan's locker's two down from here. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I'm, like, I'm like hey now hey i don't look around this room i don't see anybody else in this room that did stand for fields and said do not boo this guy or else i will hunt you down and find you so and then, then the response back was like what are you switzerland i'm like yeah i am i'm rooted for both quarterbacks and, yeah. and and i am in uh uh you know i'd love to see justin do well when he comes back i you know listen 
He said he, he said yesterday that he's still having a little hard time gripping the football. What would your prediction be? Is he going to play Thursday? Because I don't think so he's playing my, this my, Sunday. So, right. My prediction is that he's going to play on Thursday, even though he wouldn't commit to that. Uh, I'm not, you know, he's listed as as doubtful for tomorrow. Okay. Uh, he's uh, he's practicing. He's throwing the ball. Now, he said that his grip is not all the way there, so I think that he'll sit one out. But he's, I, I, you know, stating the obvious here, he's getting closer. Yep. But uh, so, but yeah, uh, to your point, Braggs, it's a big rest of the season for Justin. Reminder to everybody, oh, it's all over. It's all over. Field. It's not over for field. It's not over it's for far. Justin. It's not over for the coaches. It's not over for so, Braxton Jones, but they all have some proving to do because there's options on the table in the offseason if the Bears want to make a change at any of those spots. Well, and just, okay, let's lean into that point for just a second, the coaching part. So now Matt Eberflus. You have been given someone who should help your defense. You are also the defensive yep. coordinator right now. The Bears' schedule has a lot of winnable football games on yep. it. Kirk Cousins is hurt. Jordan Love stinks. There's, uh, there's, there. You, sh- you should not finish the year two and uh, what would that be? Two and nine the rest of the way. Two and ten. What are we at here? And I'm now I'm, I'm yelling at you about your math, but. <laughs> Or we two and eight, six. We, we, we played eight. We got nine. We should not more to finish go. the year. We should not finish the year two and seven. There should be three, four, five wins on here. I would say at least at least three, if if not more. I'm not going to go through the whole schedule right now. So I I do think it's very interesting that polls has given the Flus more options. Now I personally think that it's very clear that Ryan Poles likes Matt Eberflus, uh, but I do think that he has just given himself even further ability to evaluate his head coach. This is, again, feels like stating the obvious, that here's a really good player who can get to the quarterback, stop the run. Yeah, he's only one, but I do want to see this defense go forward from here as I make my evaluation of what I, all the changes that I'm going to have to make going yep. from year two to year three. Yep, uh, I agree. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'll be interested to see if they can try to, I know Jalen said uh, no contract negotiations till after the year. So I guess I shouldn't expect anything um, change in that regard here as the season ends, but I guess I'll never rule out anything as a possibility. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Did we get through all the super chats, Steven? Um, we did not. Okay. Let's, think. let's, let's yeah, shoot through. The, we got three right through. here. Yeah. We'll shoot through these and then call it a day. So everybody can get back to enjoying their Saturday. I've, I've been raking leaves all day while whatever you, you've been, you know, probably slumming away at home. You know, you probably just got out of bed. Don't give me that look. Ryan Bland. I, dollar. I, I am giving you that look, but continue on as you do whatever you do in your life. Go ahead. Ryan Bland, dollar 99 <laughs> super chat. This opens up the use of the trans transition tag for Jalen Johnson. I agree. It's not just the franchise tag. They can do a transition tag as well. You can only use one. The transition tag is you're allowing the player to assess his value, and you're going to pay him a requisite to the, the quarterback right. value. The I, ability to ability to match. Right, and maybe they'll maybe they'll use that with with Jen. We'll see. Continue. Thanks, yes. Ryan. Yes, Nathan Johnson, five dollars super chat. When can we start expecting to see the return on the Edmonds investment? Well, Good. when you bolster your defensive line, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, you know, and your secondary is a little more healthy than it has been for quite some time this year. I think that's when you'll get a more fair assessment of TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, he's out now. So that's frustrating when you just bring in Montez sweat 
and you plug one hole and now you got another, but I think Jack Sanborn will be able to, you know, fill in, you know, naturally with alongside TJ Edwards this week. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting, but I, you know, I don't think anybody should be out on, on Tremaine Edmonds or TJ Edwards to this point. No, Sewell, come on down. Thanks, Nathan. Uh, and the last one is from Edward first. That would be $5. I just like saying sterling pound. It's not, but five sterling pounds. Okay. We have two good ed edge rushers now. Uh, don't forget about Ngakwe. Well, Ngakwe's got to start showing up. <laughs> he, he's been non-existent this year. Um, you know, he's a hired gun, a one-year deal guy that has a proven resume. And maybe when this team went in the tanks to start the year at 0-3, he's just kind of like, well, you know, I'll be playing for my seventh team next year. Uh, but now you have an opportunity here with Montez Sweat in the fold, going to take some attention off the other side of the defensive line. Yeah, that's another guy that needs to get going now. The the excuses are lessening the more you, you know, bring in talent like this. So, uh, yeah, time for Yannick Ngakwe to step up a little bit. Uh, yeah, there's a reason why, and I we've seen it, why Yannick Ngakwe has been making his way around the NFL. He he can't rush the passer anymore. He can't beat anyone. If you pay – I watch 91. Just, just if you want to – make an exercise for yourself tomorrow it is tomorrow that's correct just just watch 91 and see what he does it, it, yeah. it ain't a whole lot all right let's not end on that montez sweat is a chicago bear ryan Poles came through on what he said he was going to do as far as getting him signed the bears are a better football team today than they were when the week started these are positive steps the bears have two first round draft picks Let's go Carolina. Lose every single game you play. Let's go Greg Braggs. We'll see you out at Blackhawks tonight for those who are coming yep. out. And uh, Braggs will be talking on spaces for the next six hours. No, up I'm that. not. We're heading up to the UC right now. We're starting at the barn, this, this hockey bar. Then we're going over to the Fifth Third Arena, getting a tour of the facilities, skating on the ice at the practice facility of the Hawks. Then we're going to the game. These are the kind yep. of events we do here at CHGO Sports. And if you become a diehard Mark Carmen, you get a discount on those events and you get discounts on some of the shirts and, and, and the sweater that you see Mark wearing. So that's that's why you got to become a diehard. Uh, that's what we do here. We are for the people. We could have just said, ah, no emergency pod. The people can just deal with it themselves. Nope, we're here for you. Did a breaking news show. Now we're off to the Wrigley Field in the United Center. Uh, this is how we get things done. This is how we win here at CHGO Sports. All CHGO.com if you want to check out the Die Hard. It's a, we give you every bit of value back to you for supporting us, and, and we appreciate it. Uh, I will see you on the ice tonight, and I am planning on checking you as hard as I possibly can <laughs> to the boards. So I look forward to it. Hey, thanks, Stephen Nicholas. Thanks so much for producing. Thanks for everybody jumping on today. Uh, appreciate seeing everybody here. It, it obviously makes it that much more fun when we do things like this to see the support. So thank you. I will be at Wrigley Field, so if you run into me, I would love a hug. I need hugs. Let's 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 hug it out to sweat. And whoever wrote earlier in the show about a sweat ditty, don't think I'm not thinking about it. Uh, I'm just just processing in my mind what what's coming. It's going to be like a sweat poles hole situation that um, will be dynamic. And Lawrence well, Benedetto is going to love it. Well, you know the. Um... Man, we're now we're going off the rails. You knew this would happen. Well, you know that the song "Bad Boys," "Bad Boys." What you what gonna, gonna do? Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, whatever band they were, I can't remember the name of their band, but they had a song that was about sweat. 
but it was gonna make you what? sweat till you bleed. Did it? Did it? No, we, we got girl. Not that one. I want to make you sweat. Oh, I yeah, like that one too. A little that, more that's, sexual. That's like. good. That's good. That's good. That's all right. We can be sexual. I we 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 support sex. A la 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 long. A la 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 long 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 long. Steven at the show. Y'all silly like the mayor. 